Welcome to the Wine, Women, and Style podcast, where women come to live a more beautiful life. I'm your host, Mary Michelle, a small town girl who struggled with self-confidence until my mid-30s when I gave myself a makeover from the inside out and realized the secret power of personal style. Today, I'm a master style coach with a mission to empower women through discovering their own personal style. I'll be sharing tips and advice to help you find your beauty, know your worth, and live a life you love. We'll dish about what to wear, what wine we're drinking, and how to find more pleasure and joy in the everyday. Let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about how to get a great fitting pair of pants with four letters. With W-I-W. T-H. Yes, I'm going to teach you a super simple acronym that can help you understand what to look for when you're trying on pants and what to stay away from. I am so happy to be here with you today. It's a beautiful day. The birds are singing and the pollen is flowing. So if you hear me cough or (laughs) hear any strange noises, it's probably because of the pollen. But I am grateful it's spring. It's a beautiful day here in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I am grateful for you. So as a style coach, pants have been probably the most challenging piece of clothing in a woman's wardrobe. Can you relate? I know buying pants can be like pulling teeth. So today I want to share with you just some simple, simple tips and an easy acronym that I came up with years ago that I've shared with my style coaches to help you understand what you actually need to look for. Pants can be so hard, but you know what? When you know what to look for, they can actually be really, really simple. And one thing that I love that we carry a lot of in the boutique is what I like to call modern fit pants. Now, several years ago, what came on the scene is sort of a hybrid of pants and leggings. And I think because comfort, everybody wants comfort, right? And instead of the classic trouser with the zip fly and the non-stretchy fabric, what we're seeing so much of now is techno stretch or scuba type fabric, pull on waistbands and simple pants that feel like you're wearing leggings. But you know what? Even those can be tricky to fit sometimes if you don't know what to look for. So what I want to share with you today is that, first of all, don't give up when it comes to pants. It just takes knowing where to focus your attention. And the other thing I really want to share with you is I strongly encourage you to figure out what your body type is. Everybody's body type is different. I talk about body types on another episode. Um, Yeah, that's one thing I do with my private clients as we do a deep dive into what your body type is and your signature silhouettes. But once you understand what your body type is and what your signature silhouettes are, that's when you can understand what style pants works for you and where your pitfalls might be because different body types are going to have different issues. But from a general sense, this great acronym is going to help you avoid wedgies, muffin tops, and camel toes. Three of the dreaded things you never, ever, ever want in your pants, right? Ever. So, without further ado, my acronym WITH doesn't stand for anything. It's just an acronym because the first thing you want to look at, W, the waistband. Look at the waistband and how it fits. Or you don't even need to look at it, really. 
Ask yourself, how does this waistband feel? Does it pinch? Is it too tight? Is it too loose? Now, a couple of things I will share with you. If you are a pear shape, meaning you carry most of your weight below the waist, but you have a smaller defined waist, there is a good chance that a lot of your pants will have waistbands that are a little bit too large. Why does that happen? Well, I advise my clients, find pants that fit the largest part of you, and if that's your hips and your thighs, then your waist might not be in proportion with those, leaving a little bit of a gap. But you know what? That's an easy, easy fix. Find a great tailor who can take darts in if your pants are a little bit more tailored, or if they have elastic, that can be an easy fix too. So consider that. Could it be taken up? If it's too tight, generally that cannot be fixed. So if it's too tight, walk away. That's going to give you a muffin top, even if you're a size four. I remember years ago reading one of Stacey London's books. You know, Stacey London was from What Not to Wear, which I love that show. I used to devour that show. And I remember her saying, hey, I'm a size four, but if jeans hit me in a place that's not the right place, it gives me a muffin top. It's not because you have excess weight. It just doesn't hit you in the right place. And so when you have a smaller defined waist, you want the waistband to hit you a little bit closer. You want a higher rise and you want your waistband to hit you a little bit closer to your natural waist. So if you are a little bit curvy, don't go for the low rise. Not going to be comfortable. You're going to sit down. You're going to feel like you're showing all of London and all of France. And you don't want to do that. So think about the waistband. How does it feel? That's your W. Second point, your I. The intersection area, aka the crotch. (laughs) This is where your legs intersect. And this is where I really want you to pay close attention. Now, I talk to my clients about that because that makes a difference. That's the inseam. It's where everything comes together. It's the rise. And if you put on pants and they're too short in the rise, guess what? You're going to get a wedgie. You don't want that. Or you might get a camel toe too, which is even worse, in my opinion, because it looks bad. And you know what? It does not feel good. So you want to ensure that your pants have a good fit in the rise, that they're long enough, but that they're not too long. You don't want to have excess fabric there so it's baggy. You don't want to have whiskering or puckering or strange things that happen in the intersection area. And what I've noticed is that sometimes when you have the modern fit pant, that almost like a jegging, sometimes if it doesn't fit right, you'll have excess fabric in that area. So go for a different cut. They're all cut a little bit differently, but make sure in the intersection area, there is a great fit. Sit down, bend over, move around, walk around. This is going to help you understand, okay, can I sit? Can I move comfortably? Is it the right fit? That is not the easiest place to make an alteration. So if you don't have a good fit walking out of the store, chances are it's, you're never going to be happy. So take note of that. Now your T, the thigh area. All right, a couple of things I look for with my clients. First of all, if you are an apple shape, meaning you carry more of your fullness through the tummy area and the bust area, oftentimes, actually, I remember years ago when I was a style coach before we opened the boutique, and I remember coming home after shopping with a client and she was an apple shape, 
We were trying so desperately to find a great fitting pair of pants for her. All we could find were the classic tailored trousers, and by the time she got the size that she needed to fit her waist, which was, I don't know, 14, 16-ish, the legs were so baggy. It just looked sloppy. And so we walked away with a great jacket, but no pants to go with it. She was frustrated. I was frustrated. I knew what we needed. I just didn't know where to find it. And I think it was that day that my husband looked at me and said, we need to open a boutique. So that's kind of where it all started. But the thigh area. So if you are an apple type, you do not want excess fabric in the thigh area. You don't want a lot of extra fullness because what happens is it will visually add pounds. Now, I've got a great picture of one of my clients, um, Susan. She came into the boutique one day. She is a little bit of an apple, uh, and she had on some khaki pants that were really full in the legs and just looked a little bit sloppy. She had on a cute top, but these pants were just crushing her groove. And she came in and she said, guys, I need help. I don't. I need a great new pair of pants. This is all I had in my closet. We did a before and after picture. And we had the before picture. And then what we put her into was a great fitting pair of pants that had stretch. And so they were the modern fit pants. So what happened was they could stretch to give her the room she needed around her tummy but then they did not have all the excess fabric in the legs. They were fitting a little bit closer in the legs. I swear to you, she looked 20 pounds lighter. She couldn't believe it, but we put these pictures side by side and she was like, oh my gosh, you guys are miracle workers. I said, no, we just know how to get you pants that fit. But that's the magic. That's the magic. Now, the other thing I want you to look for though is on your jeans. The way I can tell if a pair of jeans is too tight, you know, sometimes they can be a little bit borderline and you think, oh, these are good. Look at the back of the thigh. Typically, if the back of the thigh, if it ripples and pulls, they're too tight. If it lies smooth, they're fine. But if it ripples, it pulls, they're too tight, you risk busting a seam. That would not be good. So make sure the fit in the thigh area is good. Now my fourth point, the H, the hemline. Now this is true for pants or jeans. The hemline makes a difference. I have had so many women come in and they come out of the fitting room and they're wearing their pants and they're dragging the floor and they look sloppy and they don't think about, oh, I could just roll them up a little bit. But I'll show them how to do a self-faced cuff or how to turn them under. And it visually takes off pounds. It makes them look much more polished and put together. I think one of the biggest mistakes a lot of women make is they don't wear their pants at the right length. I see women all the time wearing their pants too short. And then they've got their cute colored socks and their fun shoes. And that's fine if that's your look, but if it's not intentional, you want your pants to work with your shoes, with your socks. It all has to flow. This is where it gets really, really complicated, and I'm going to do a whole other episode on why women need to have so many pairs of shoes, <laughs> because it really is because of our pants. The pant leg, the width, the length, it all makes a difference. 
But your shoes matter. There is no one style shoe that works with everything. And like with your pants, I've got pants, some pants I put on, I want to wear them a little bit more cropped. I know for me, and it's interesting, it's all about proportion. I'm 5'10", but I have really long legs, especially between my knee and my ankle. That piece on my body is really long. And sometimes it works better for me to wear a crop pant. Whereas most women would just wear the pants long and straight and have it hit their shoe. That's fine. That's First of all, that's not my look. My Style Finder ID is dramatic, romantic, and sporty. So if you want to know more about the Style Finder ID system, certainly you can click on the link below. I'll put the link in the show notes. But that's my style. So I'm, I want to be unique. I, don't, I want to wear something that's different, that stands out. Sometimes silhouette of a crop pant uh, with a great booty or boot or something or sandal, especially if it's a platform, that works really well for me. But understand as well, do I need a longer pant? Do, does the hem need to come down over my shoe? A lot of it depends on the width of the leg. If it's a skinny pant, you can get away with it being a little bit shorter. Because if you wear your skinny pants too long, they're going to bunch. And that doesn't look good. So if you find your, your skinny pants, your jeggings uh, bunching up, just cuff them under. And the cool thing is, if they're skinny then you don't even have to hem them. You can just, a lot of times you can just tuck them up under there. Maybe you want to use some invisible tape, but you don't have to have them fully hemmed if you don't want to. So that can be a really easy thing to do. But make sure that your hem is at the appropriate length, which there's so many different guidelines. That's such a personal thing. But make sure that it looks right to you. If you put it on and you look in the mirror and you think, ah, something looks off, Seek the advice of a a professional. Maybe you take it to a tailor. Maybe you ask a close friend or a style coach or someone that you know, or feel free to email me, send me a picture. I'm happy to to share, share the love, give you some little fashion advice. Um, Actually, if you want to join on Facebook, we have a group called Style Finder VIP. You can join that group over there and post your picture. I would be happy to give you some input. Uh, But it's such a personal thing. There's no one size fits all when it comes to your hemline. That's such an individual thing. So it all depends on your height, your stature, the width of the leg, the shoe you're wearing, the occasion it's for. Are you wearing a sock? Are you wearing, uh, are you going barefoot? Whatever it is. I guess if you're going barefoot, it doesn't really matter, right? (laughs) Um, But think about these four steps. W-I-T-H, waistband, intersection area, thigh, and hemline. Go through these mentally. Just think about width, width, width. And I I wish I could make up a cool sentence with that, but you know, that's, (laughs) that's all I can leave you with today. But just use the acronym WITH for good pants. So that will help you to go down the checklist in your mind when you're standing in the fitting room or if you're at home. Because chances are you may have something in your closet. And once you ask yourself these four questions, you're going to realize, wow, I don't need to be wearing these anymore. I remember years ago, I had this awful, awful, awful pair of pants. And once I became a style coach, I could reflect on those and realize, oh my gosh, first of all, they didn't fit right in the rise. 
The waistband was too low. They gave me a muffin top. They gave me a wedgie. They made my legs look shorter and heavier because first of all, the waistband was too tight. But really what the problem was, was that the rise, the intersection area wasn't right. The rise was too low for me. And so because the waistband hit too low, it gave me a muffin top. It didn't hit me in the right place. It didn't feel comfortable. The thigh area, it was too much fabric. And it was a pair of cropped pants, which actually I'll give you another quick tip. This will be tip number five. Where you want the hem to hit is not ever at the widest point of your calf or at the widest point of your leg. And so if it's a crop pant, you want it to come lower than the widest point, lower or higher, because if it hits you right at the widest point, it's going to do what it did to me. And that's going to make your legs look shorter and heavier. Nobody wants that. It is just not, even for me, like I've got a really long leg between my knee and my ankle and it made me look frumpy and dumpy and just felt awful. And I remember wearing those pants to Sedona, Arizona with my family. And I look back at pictures and all I can think about is how bad those pants made me feel. But that was my turning point. So think about width, waistband, intersection area, thigh, and hem, or hemline. And you will never go wrong with a pair of pants. So, all right, stay tuned. I've got my raves and faves coming up and I will see you in a minute. Today on Raves and Faves, I want to share with you one of my favorite Chardonnays. The Chardonnay from Empathy Wines has quickly become one of my favorites. Now, we first found Empathy Wines, actually Big Daddy found it, because we're big fans of Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, the social media guru who started out with Wine Library. And he was touting, he was helping these farmers promote Empathy Wines because he believed in their mission. They really practice a sustainable approach to grape growing. Now, Empathy does not grow their own grapes. However, what they do is they source grapes from farmers who use sustainable practices. So they take great pride in their farming, in their grapes, in what they create, and they want to give back to the earth as well as produce a beautiful wine. So the Empathy Chardonnay It is a rich, buttery, and oaky Chardonnay. Now, I know not everybody loves a buttery and oaky Chardonnay. I happen to be one of those people who do and goes beautifully with salmon or buttery cheeses. Foods that are a little bit richer have a little bit of a buttery flavor to them, I found, and I love this. It's got hints of citrus, peach, melon, and pineapple with a very smooth finish. Now, I know every time I open a bottle, Big Daddy is going to want some, and he's not even a wine drinker. So (laughs) I think that says a lot for Empathy. When we first joined Empathy, Jim, aka Big Daddy, signed us up, and we got a shipment of all three of their wines. First came the Chardonnay, then the Rosé, and then the Red Blend. And I can easily say that these wines, they're about $20 a bottle, are fabulous. Very easy to drink, very impressive, great to take to a dinner party, but just as easy to, you know, serve during a weeknight. If you want something good, 
doesn't break the bank, and it definitely packs a punch. So check out Empathy Wines, empathywines.com. I'll be sure to put the link in the show notes and let me know what you think. So I'd like to invite you to go leave me a review on iTunes. I would love to have you let me share, let me know what you think and give me a five-star review. I hope you like it that much and share this with your friends. If you have friends, you know, need to hear about an acronym for getting a good fitting pair of pants. Share the love, share the love. Go follow me on Instagram and tune in next time on Wine, Women, and Style podcast and have a beautiful day. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Wine, Women, and Style podcast where women come to live a more beautiful life. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and visit the blog for more weekly content and style inspiration to help you elevate the everyday. For details about this episode, be sure to see the show notes. Have a beautiful week.